Hello and welcome to the Curious Coaches Club. I hope this podcast finds you well. Joining me this week is former Premier League defender Chris Samba. I'm going to be finding out more about his amazing journey to the top and also getting some advice for players and coaches. Hi Chris, good morning and welcome to the Curious Coaches Club. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's great to get you on. Um, I'd like to get straight into the question. So the first one I wanted to ask you, I know a little bit about this, but I want to know more. So your journey as a young player to try and become a professional, you faced a lot of challenges, didn't you? Could you maybe sort of describe some of the things that you had to overcome or do to become a professional footballer in France? (laughs) You, you you know um, it's been yeah it's been it's been a very long journey you know when you you, you look back at at it you know and uh, I think uh, when he, he came to me and I, I'm every time the one to see is that it's a personal experience uh-huh. everybody have his own and everybody you know uh, his character has been forged by it um, for me it started very early you know uh, losing my mom at the age of five already. Okay. Um, it, it was already the first, I would say, big hurdle in my life. Yeah. Uh, but uh, one thing that every time I followed me is my my passion for for football. You know, um, that's what I used to do when I was uh, young: just be outside and and play, and and you know, and coming back at that time and, and getting punished <laughs> by, by by your dad. You know, that's that's why what he was pretty much what yeah. he was uh, most yeah. of the time. Um, but no, um, you know. Um, what the biggest difficulties I would say that I've faced uh, after that is, um, I, I mean, it, it's re- rejection. You know, you 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 make some trials, it don't work out. Um, yeah. You make other trials, it don't work out again. You know, and and um, you know, I was playing for Rouen and I was uh, aspiring of of uh, intre- integrating a, a football school. You know, uh, around where I was living, like. Yeah. Paris Saint-Germain, Le A, Roxer, and Caen, and all those professional, uh, you know, clubs in the area. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was it was uh, very difficult because I mean the the talents and the number of of, of players uh, that uh, were available at the time was 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 crazy. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, you know uh, very difficult and keep going, keep trying, and it didn't really work out for me on on, on this side. And, um, you know, some time of my life has been difficult. You know, my, my dad uh, was thinking that maybe it's not uh, uh, the way for me, uh, okay. you know, and that I should concentrate on school. Yeah. What, what is his duty? Was well, That's what he should have done at the time. Yeah, you know, yeah. But uh, me uh, being a, a very stubborn person, you know, I, <laughs> I was starting to, to slowly discarding the, the school uh, the school side and really trying to focus on, on on the football side, you know, around when I was around 15, uh, 15, 16, yeah. 17, you know. Uh, yeah. That's really the time where I was thinking, how can I make it to be a pro? Uh, but at the time, it wasn't really working my way. So I, I discarded a little bit school, you know, and uh, at home, it was not the greatest, you know, uh, atmosphere. Um, you know, so one uh, my 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 dad then forbid forbid me to 
to to go to football that I could only stopped only, you going. Uh, yeah. All right. So it, it stopped me going, and for the moment of time, I suffered. Uh, I don't know for uh, probably two weeks, and uh, then I, I couldn't take it anymore. So <laughs> I took a bag, I jumped by the window, and I left. <laughs> and I, left and I, I didn't care. I didn't care where, how. You know, I just knew that nothing's gonna stop me playing football. That's that's the only things. Even when when I turn around now today, I know that. That's what drove me to to success, but yeah. that is also nothing I would I, I, I would act, uh, you know, uh, I would act like my dad probably. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and say, listen, maybe if you work is nice, but school is important. You know, you need to to be educated and yeah, and, and put put that on your side. But and, I was and did, didn't you? Um, there's a story, isn't there, about you getting a train to a football yeah. club and turning up there. Can you tell me about that? Because it yeah, sounds but I, really I was, interesting. I was, I was not there yet, but uh, um, yeah, when I left home, uh, I was around, you know, sometime as friends, you know, and then, you know, I was getting ashamed to, to sleep at friends and everything. So I was starting to sleep outside, bench, stadium, stands. It okay. didn't matter for me. It didn't matter at all. So I used to do that. And playing football still at uh, FC Rouen. Yeah. Uh, and um, one day, you know, uh, I say, hey, I got, I got to, to do some better. I need to, to, to get myself a roof and a place where to play football. So I decided, you know, to, to take the little things that I had. And uh, I decided to go play against the last team uh, I played against. And uh-huh. at the time, I was. I did a good game against them. As they was Sedan. Sedan. Uh, I scored two goals against them, and uh, I was sure to be fresh in the memory because I played a good game against them. So yeah, uh, it was unknown for me, totally unknown. So um, I had no money, no nothing, no support, nothing to get there. So um, I decided, you know what, let's just go and see how it goes. So I went and. You know, no tickets, nothing, just like took the train. And every time you know the control people were coming, I would just jump off the train and wait for the next one. And wow. a simple three hour journey <laughs> took me took me the full day. It took me the full day from from nine to to, to evening to, to get there. Yeah. But um, luckily I arrived I arrived around around seven there and it, it was not too late for me to to talk to to the you know the responsible um, of, of the youth development. And that's what I did. I went, found him, uh, asked for, for his name, Denis, Denis Lavagne, asked for, for, to see him. And I saw him, I explained to him the situation. I said, listen, I want, um, um, I aspire to, to, to integrate a, a football school. And I just want to know if you, you'll be kind enough to just give me my chance. I mean, maybe you remind, you remember me, but I play against you not, not long ago. Yeah. Say, yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember, and he said, yeah, well, you, uh, I mean, you say you can stay for for a week and train with uh, with us, and we we'll see where we go from there. And that's what I did, and uh, then I never left when uh, when I arrived there. I had what I wanted, a roof and a place where I could, you know, perfect my craft and and get better. That's that's all I wanted. And that led on to did you did you get a professional contract with? 
I didn't, uh, I didn't get a professional contract. Uh, the journey was not finished. You know, the hurdles was not finished from there. Right. So as I developed, you know, of course, I went from youth to reserve and reserve to first team. Yeah. And I was destined uh, to to sign a professional control contract. But uh, that's where where I also learned to not trust everything that is said in football. You know, as a player, um, yeah, I was destined to sign a professional contract and. Well, uh, moments I broke my legs. So when when I, I broke my legs, uh, it means that I'm going through the year. The, my my uh, contract was ended, and they had yeah. to take the decision to 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 give me a professional contract or not. Yeah. Um, so from that point of time, also I get injured because they make me a, play a game when I was sure something was wrong with me. Right. And yeah. Yeah. And it happened. Uh, the just as I, I, I feared, uh, yeah. I went played, got injured, broke my legs, and uh, and that was me out for six months, just wow. two months, just two months to the end of the season, and yeah, yeah, for me it's like uh, yeah, the skies are falling and everything, uh, yeah. And, uh, well, I still thought that that they would um, keep me at the timing still because, you know, if it was not this year, I would have mm. come back. And eventually does it, but no, they they released me, and uh, from that moment of time, more hurdles uh, came 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 through. You know, I uh, I had uh, to to get well by myself. You know, uh, now you as a player you protected. You know, if you get injured, you yeah. you're a little bit better protected. Uh, at the time, it was not the case. So you didn't uh, have so any rehab from the club. You just had to no do rehab, no nothing. Uh, I just waited for for like three months and then just remove that I had no medical um, like recall for my injury or nothing I got injured I stay in in their care for the two months and afterwards it was uh, yeah bye <laughs> your contract wow. is finished that's ruthless so, yeah yeah so what happened next then what what did you do next what uh, how did you make step. it happen it's another, it's another long journey, you know. Uh, you were saying it would be about 30 minutes uh, with that story. I don't think that it would be a <laughs> really story. And every time you think that you see the end and it's every something something else happened. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was how it seemed at the time. But, you know, uh, I'm, I'm happy, you know, today that all of this happened. Um after after when I, I left uh, Sedan, yeah, by myself, no clue, so uh, how to get better. The only thing that I get was my injection shot, you know, for for your your blood not to coagulate. Yeah, that that was the only things really that I I did really and stay in uh, in the cast for the time that was required. Yeah, and then I took it off and just start walking really. And wow. When when walking was okay, I tried to run, and when running was comfortable, I started to run faster and challenge yeah. harder and harder. Yeah. And after that, again, you know, try to get myself into the best fitness uh, fitness uh, uh, that I could, and and try to 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 have some trials in, in club here and there. Uh, I've tried in in many club. I mean, I've gone in, in F F uh, Caen. I've gone yeah. to Caen. They told me I was not ready physically. Of course not. After more than a year without playing, almost a yeah. year without playing, then uh, I went to so many clubs, you know, and it, it didn't work anywhere. 
I even went back to the club, you know, FC Rouen, where I played most of my childhood. And yeah. they just turned their eye and like, you know, I was coming still from a professional club and they were like, uh, they, they were not at the time. Even them, you know, they told me now we can't at the moment because we tried to go up a division. Right. Whoa, I, I've really fallen like to 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 the bottom. So yeah. at the yeah. time, I, you know, doubt doubt start to to crowd. You know, your your judgment, even your 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 not your judgment, but I would say your uh, your resolve. You know, yeah. start to be really getting chipped. You know, by all these these events and. Then I just decided, well, it's not for me, and 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 uh, you know I, I stopped for to play uh, all that uh, for a moment, and so I was just I had nowhere to go, so I started my sister and start working with her, you know, delivering uh, packages and stuff mm-hmm. like this, and just playing football on the side just for fun. That was yeah. what what I thought what my life would, would be. Um, Would you have been about nineteen at this time, eighteen, nineteen? No, like I was. Uh, I, I was about. I was about uh, uh, seventeen to uh, eighteen. I was 18. 17, 18, yeah. Eight, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, 18. we talk. We talk with young players about sort of, you know, the need to overcome sort of speed bumps and, you know, things that get in their way. But it, it, it's incredible, really. The the you know, the amount of things there that you've had to deal with and, and psychologically that must have been so challenging for you at that age, especially when you don't, you know, when there's no support really for you. It's, um, yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing story, really. How did you finally get your break then? How did you finally get your professional contract? Um, but what happened to me is um, uh, as I was playing, um, you know, my national team, I'd, I'd recall for, uh, of me, you know, playing... Uh, at the time at Sedan, you know, I played mm-hmm. probably two, three games. So um, a year later, I see, uh, they, they searched for me and reached me. And uh, I told them that for the moment I had no clubs. Okay. Uh, they asked me if I wanted to, to go to a camp that they had in, uh, in the Paris region, um, a, camp, a camp that they had to prepare a couple of, of, of uh, you know, uh, uh, group stage matches for, yeah. for for the African Cup of uh, Nation, you know, to qualify. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, I said, yeah, I mean, I, I had nothing better to do, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. at the time. I had no better option, so I said, yes. Um, and I went and, um, you know, to make me work hard, I was able to to get my fitness back to almost match fit. And uh, yeah. then I was able to really show who I was as a player. Mm. So I went with them, play uh, against um, um, South Africa group stage, and some agent have seen me and have proposed me to to go to to have a trial in in Alta Berlin, in Germany. Wow. The, um, for me, it's, uh, I'm, I have nothing, so everything is a plus again. Yeah. So, um, without question, I'm going. Um, I went there and trained for a week and again, you know, signed a contract with, a, you know, the reserve. Um, and um, after six months, play with the reserve, I integrated the, the professional team and, and signed my, my first professional contract with, with the, the first team. So it was, it was a great achievement, you know, at that, at that time, but it, it was just a start, really. Yeah. When, when you arrive there, really, 
it's a start yeah. because you go into the first team, but then suddenly you see that now you're not just gonna go walk and get a, a place to play. You need to you need to earn your position. So yeah. that's that's where really it starts. And I was having good good performances, but I was never getting the chance to become a regular player um, at the time because the team was also a good team and competing for for Europe at, at Europe at the time. Uh, so for a young player to come in and take the place of players I already play in yeah. national team and others difficult. Yeah. So, so you kind of sort of found yourself, you found your, your pathway blocked there a bit, didn't you? But you got an opportunity yeah. to come to England. Um, yeah, from, from, from there, you know, um, from, from there, when I, I understood that it would be difficult to play, I say, I need to find, uh, even if I have to, to go back uh, a division and, and yeah. play in the second division in, in Germany, that's better. And then I can get better and, and then go back to a place like this where they respect me because they already know yeah. what I'm about. Yeah. Um, and um, I mean, at the time, that was the politic of the club, you know. Yeah. I was not the only players, you know, go through that. You know, you had uh, Patrick Heber, Gerald Boateng, Jerome Boateng, Kevin Boateng. All right. of those players, we, we all had to leave because, because it was the same. So uh, yeah. at, at the time, uh, for nothing almost. So uh, I knew I wanted to leave, but for I don't know what reason, because they didn't want me to stay in the country. Because Bayer Leverkusen was interested, Offenheim was interesting, but they didn't want me to stay, remain in the country. Right. So if you want to leave, leave the uh, leave in the, the club, leave to, to another country. So from there, I'm like my dream. I every time been to play in England. Yeah. You know that that uh, the, what, what that was uh, the final destination for me. Mm. Was it, uh, I knew that, and um, so um, I understood that. It says if you can find. Uh, something out of the country, you can go. And from that, I found a, a trial uh, uh, at, at Blackburn and, and came. And after one week, I signed again. And wow. I think the rest, you you know, under the yeah. iceberg, you, you know. You, we know you, the rest. You know, <laughs> we know the rest, yes. It's an, it's an incredible story, though, isn't it? Because you, you, you're yeah. constantly facing these sort of blockages and you just keep finding a way around it. And you know, you, you again, you move into another country, like, you know, it's, it, you certainly didn't do it the easy way, did you at all? Like, you know, some players, they just come through a club, they go into the first team, they're away. But yeah. with you, you kind of just constantly having to find a way to, to solve the problems in front of you. So it's a, it's a brilliant example for young players. So what I'm interested in, Chris, I mean, obviously, you know, you became famous in the Premier League as a, as a dominant centre-half who was amazing in both boxes, in particular in terms of your heading. What did you do to sort of maximise your strengths as a player? What, 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 did you, what did you do yourself, you know, well, to kind of... You, you, you have to, to, to look at yourself, um, look at where, uh, where you stand in your, in your team, that the, yeah. uh, the team, um, uh, where do you stand in a picking order Mm. Uh, and once you play, you have to to also you know scrutinize the rest of the league. Okay. Um, for me, I knew what I was. I was six foot five, so mm -hmm. a big, 
a big guy uh, that uh, previously played, you know, up front who, so who can play with his feet. So I was trying to see what really works in England, what kind of play were a hit. Yeah. And, I, and I tried to, to take some of the things I've seen and I could do and maximize them. So okay. it's mean the aerial battle was a big part of the game. So yeah. I say, don't just be one of them. Try to get be the best at that. Yes. If I become yep. the best at that, it would be something when they talk about, I'll be mentioned, that's already one. Definitely, yes. Yeah. The second thing I say, I'm a good one-on-one -on -one defender. Yeah. I say, try to be one of the best one-on-one -on -one defender out there. Yeah. And the third, I say, I'm still, to, to my knowledge, I'm still pretty good on the ball. So yeah. showcase that too. Yeah. You know, the most that you can. And um, I've tried, you know, from time to time and different uh, time to show different uh, quality. And um, then I say to, then you had again to, to, to that again. And I say, let's try to get five goals a season. Yeah. You know, so it's every time putting yourself, know, know, knowing who you are yeah. and know what you can really push uh, at, at the max, you know, to, yeah. to, so that people can identify you as a player by quick words, quick qualities and know what, they, what you're about. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's, it's having that, that awareness, I suppose, isn't it? That self-awareness yeah. of what your strengths are and where it kind of fits in the, yeah, like you say, in the league, but also in your, in your team as well. So would you, yeah. do, would you do any extra work in training especially, or was it more about just being aware of what your strengths were? Would you, would you sort of get the coaches doing extra work with you? To... No, no, you, listen, you, you have to do, to, to do extra, you know. Um, today, nowadays, I would say uh, the problem uh, with many players is that um, um, the things that, you know, because you work hard in training uh, yeah. every single time, it means that uh, you're going to get better, but that don't mean that you're working smart. Okay, yeah. You know, to become better. Yeah. You can work hard, hard, hard and see no growth. Yes. Because you, you can work hard, but do the same things all the time. Yeah. So you need to be able to put yourself in really discomfort, discomfort you know, dis yeah. discomfortable situation, you know, and, and training situation really to, 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 to get better at, at something, you know, uh, you have the example of the guys that go in the gym and he's a harm guy. Well, you're going to only be good there. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? That's, that's yeah. only where you're going to be good. What can you do to get better in other areas? And it's so much a coach can do, but it's, it's as, a, as a player, when, when you have that, you know, if, if you get that fire about, about you and yeah. you want to, to do it, you yeah. have to put a, a lot of extra brick, you know, uh, yeah. from, by yourself. You know, don't no, expect I just coach. Yeah, so you've got to drive it yourself as yeah. a player. Yeah, yeah. So when we think about like young defenders, and obviously you're beginning your coaching career now, um, and you're working in the academy at Blackburn, what are the qualities that you look for in a young defender? What do you think are the most important <coughs> things for them First to, of all, to have? What what is is, is is difficult to get? You know, is is defender that love to defend. Yeah, you know, we we play football. Let's say the truth. We play football to score goals. 
You want yeah, to be that right. guy when we play. You know, when you're young, you want to be that guy. The guys that run to the yeah. fan and get all the adulation. That's you right. Know, so first of all, I think that the, the, the first difficult thing you need as a guys out there that love to get the winning title as much as getting the goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So is that, that's difficult. People who really embrace the position. Yeah. That that's really the, the first thing that, that you want to look. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and and that's that's already so so much. Yeah. That's already so much. You have a winning defenders that love defending. I mean, yeah. How, how great would it be to work with someone like that? You know, it would yeah. be great. All all teams need those players, don't they? Yeah. And what other qualities do you think in the sort of because obviously the game has developed quite a lot, hasn't it, in you know, the last 10, 20 years, five years even. What other things do you think a young defender needs to be good at? Well, um, now we, we in a football where we don't think, okay, uh, you go out there and see a young kid and, oh my God, he's, he's big. Okay, he's a defender. It's not yeah. like that anymore. It's, it's not like that, you know. Uh, you look, you, you look for, for, for a lot of things, you know. It's the, uh, the player can play, you know, yeah. with a ball, you know, that is comfortable with a ball. Yeah. Um, you know the basics. Do, yeah. I, do, do, do the basic does, does he have a lot, a lot to to you know to cover, really to reach the basics? Yeah. Uh, uh, can he can he assimilate information well? You know, coach coachability is yeah. is it coachable? Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and also what what you want to you know of course you have other qualities and uh, you know the reading of of the game you know the, the game, yeah. be able to anticipate uh yeah. the game really well and you know the one-on-one defending you know it's it's a lot it's a, it's a whole but for a defender you know you you have type of defenders yes. you know what i mean you have the ones that is really good with a feet and nice and elegant and you know do the do those things well do the passing yeah. and you have the ones that are more defending man to man defending and yeah. you you don't pass a stopper, real stopper, you know. A stopper, yeah. Yeah. You know, to to today what we, we're trying to find uh, uh, on a on a defender, you know, I mean the best one is that we put those two categories together and then, then you have mm. a, like the perfect defender, you know, the perfect package. I mean, then you look at player like uh, Van Dyke, okay, well, we heard about Van Dyke today, but yeah. We had already those players before, you know, you Rio Ferdinand, you know, the, yes. the, the yeah. Terry and yeah. I mean, I can I can tell you ten names. Yeah. So, uh, my era was an era filled with so many good defenders. Uh, yeah, it was. Good pick in a pot, and you had a good defense anyway. Yeah, no, it's interesting what you said there about you know that the different. I think that's a good reminder for coaches about the different types of defenders that you get and. And I think it's yeah. important not to try and turn people into something that they're not. You know, you, you, yeah. you, you've got to try and, you know, enhance their strengths a bit like you exactly. were trying to do to yourself as a player. Yeah. Okay, I've got <clears throat> a couple more questions, Chris. The, the first one is, who was the best coach that you had in your career? And, and, and why did, you know, why, why did you like them or why were they so good? But for, for me, you know, uh, I... I can give you a couple of names. I, I never like to give a, a single name because I, I think that <coughs> every every coach like will will nurture, nurture your your needs and you know your mental yeah. different ways. 
Yeah, yeah. And even the ones that you don't like or for you that are not good coach, we, we sure. do that too. Um, in for for different reason, of course. But uh, I, you know, like when I arrived to uh, at Blackburn Rovers, uh, mm. Marcus was a perfect coach for me. Yeah, he was a perfect coach for me. You know, I was a young player. I needed confidence. I needed someone calm. You know, somebody who could. I had, I had stage fright when I started football. That was what right. uh, uh, prevent me to really, really burst burst uh, before that. I, I was yeah. scared. Believing in yourself. On the, I was scared on on, on uh, coming on the pitch and I was looking around. And I was like, man, what, what's going on? Like too much people. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, mm. I'm not used to that. You know, it's not comfortable. Uh, it was not comfortable for me. Yeah. And for for me, him to be so calm, you know, as a character, to 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 trust me and to say just go out there and play, you know, and okay. also in a way, you know, threw me to the to the, the fact that he threw me to the lion uh, was <laughs> was a good thing because he told me like, don't worry, you know, from it was January, he told me don't worry, we prepare you for next season, and at the end of the week, I was already on the pitch, so. Yeah, yeah. What swim, 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 or sink, sink or swim, you know. So I had to, you know, all my career and all the because you think about all the the hurdles and everything. That's not the moment to 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 fail. There was no, no way for me to fail. So no. whoever I'm gonna play that night will have it hard. So that was <laughs> it. And, uh, and uh, so him, that that's why it was important for me. And yes. Then I had um, uh, Sam. You know, the paradise yeah. um, that is different, that is different, that is more really, really um, um, focused on efficiency. Okay. Really, really, it is a really, really focused on efficiency, gets a more simplest way to get to certain area to get the best results, uh, okay. uh, you know, against, you know, um, to, to really exploit the, the weakness of, of, of other teams. That, that's yeah. more time, you know. And, be strong defensively and organize. Yeah. Uh, from from that, I became you know I was in a transition to the young, good, good, uh, promising player. I became a leader. Yeah. Yeah. So it was important for me too because it made me become a leader. Yeah. It's, in, it's interesting how that you know, and I think again, it's a good reminder how different coaches can give you different things. You know, yeah. so you know as you as you're coming through, and a lot of it is about timing, but. I think there's a couple of really good messages there. One is around, you talked about Hugh sort of, you know, giving, having belief in you, giving you trust. Yeah. That's so important, isn't it? As a player at any age, really. And then, you know, with Allardyce, it's, it sounds like he gave you real clarity over, you know, how you were going to do things. A but real for, clear plan. For me, for me, it was like, I was like, like blossoming from the young man to, like a different stage of men, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, becoming a man that could carry responsibilities. Yeah. And this was an important stage in my career. Yeah, no, it's really interesting. And then a final question. Obviously, you know, you played you played in the Premier League, at, you know, against at an incredibly high level. You, you, you know, you, you had an amazing time there, um, you know, with a couple of clubs. Who was maybe one of the toughest opponents that you came up against, and and how did you try and combat them? How did you try and deal with them? Um, the, the players that give me every time the most difficulty are the, the players that uh, think a lot. You okay. know what I mean that they, 
you know, you have you have those players who you play you play against and they have incredible qualities. Yeah. But unfortunately, they will only play to their strengths. Yeah. But once you 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 know you you I kind of say that you you kind of know what they're doing. You know, it's yeah. it's it's okay to you. You know, you can deal with it. Yeah. But you have those players, you know, that every time think about how they can hurt you. Okay. You know what I mean? With the same movement, with anything, you know what I mean? And those are the hardest players. Players like the, the Wayne Rooney's, the, you know, Berbatov, the, you know, and uh, the only player for me who wasn't like that and was the hardest to play, it was Fernando Torres, because when he came to England, he was so unpredictable. It wasn't predictable. You didn't know what he would do because he was doing sometimes things that you didn't expect. And because he was so fast, uh, he yeah. was jumping so high and was, uh, you know, and he was quite good in front of the ball. It was difficult to play against someone yeah. that gonna try to push the ball with the left, the left, then miss, then hit his right foot, but have the speed to get to the ball before you. <laughs> that's, that's difficult, you know. Uh, so um, I would say DJ. Uh, Drogba for his strength, uh, very, very strong, the strongest, um, I would say, that play out there. And um, I mean, it's different kind of player, but for me, the hardest player is a player that want to hurt you, that they understand how to hurt you. And player like when Rune did, you know, he knew that drifting away from me and, you know, and, and yeah. suddenly just, just popping up was, was yeah. a way to, to, to help me, you know. And, when I was okay with that, it would do something else. So those players are, are very difficult to play. So if you were playing against someone like Rooney and he was sort of drifting into spaces maybe in between the lines, what would you what would you generally do against that? Would you would you would you get the midfielders to try and yeah. deal with him? Yeah. Yeah, it would it would, it would have been a, it, every time been a very you know, is it is those kinds those are the kind of game where most of the game, you know, you you almost have no voice left when you finish. But that, those are the kind of game where you're gonna hear my name if you if you are the, the two the, the, the midfield in front of uh, of us because it, it have to be a, a, a teamwork. You know, you, sometimes you can stop a player by yourself, and sometimes you have to to be good enough to to delegate some little task to never be exposed and never let the team be exposed. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. That's fantastic. Well, um. Is there, is there, just before we go, is there sort of one tip you would, say you could speak to like a 16-year-old version of yourself, Chris, and give him a piece of advice. What what would you sort of say to him in terms of trying to, you know, maximise his talent and, and, and fulfil his dream and become a professional? What, what advice would you offer a young player like that? First of all, I would, I would ask him, I think he's... Um, how much do you want it? Do, how much do you need it? How much that, do you that, need that's, it? that's the first thing. How much do you want it? How yeah. much do you need it? Yeah. When you go, because that's that's what will determine uh, what what a player, what a, a player should will be or will become or not become. I mean, it's like when you uh, today everybody's surprised. Oh my God, Jack really is fantastic player. Jack Grish came out uh, a long time ago, and yeah. it's only now that he's flourishing. Yeah. But because now he wants to be yeah. that way, but he could have done it years ago. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he was that good. 
but you don't want it or need it to be that way yeah. at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's, that's a, only only the player will decide what what what's it gonna become or what's it gonna be. Yeah. So they've got yeah that that sense of drive. They've got to be driven. They've got to that that determination will take them as far as they want to go. Really. A, a lot a lot a lot of thing is you you got those players of course that the quality are better and everything and you have those mm. players who are a little bit below and everything. But what would make the difference is every time the dedication. You know, if you're talenting as as a shooting free kick, but you don't really practice. It's just a talent you've got, and you get the guy that every day is shooting 500 ball. Well, I don't count three months. He's he's gonna get better than you in in in, a, in not long. So yeah. that will yeah. at the end be be only deciding yourself. Yeah. No, that's a good, that's a great point to end with. Well, listen, Chris, I really appreciate your time. We only went five minutes over, so that's not bad, is it? Oh no, worry. I, I got right. time. And I could talk to you all day, but thank you for your time and um, I will catch up with you soon. No problem. I'll I'll, I'll to be in on Monday. See you soon, Chris. I speak to Tony and I'll be in on Monday, so I'll see you soon, okay? Great. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. I knew a bit about Chris's story prior to speaking to him, but I was really struck by the extent of the obstacles that he overcame. We, we talk a lot in academy football about players experiencing speed bumps and dealing with setbacks, but the resilience and the tenacity that he showed in his journey was really inspirational to me, and I hope it was to you too. I'll be back next week with another guest. Have a great week.